0: What up, Quest Nation? You are listening to the latest episode of our 4 p.m. SOS Saturday experience, recorded live at our beautiful location in Vancouver, B.C. So come on in and enjoy a powerful right now word, brought to you by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Darren Richmond. Enjoy! Elder John, bring yourself up here, a little caramel, little caramel. Elder John, all that white. Come on. Looking like... vanilla some vanilla ice cream with caramel caramel drizzle on the top amen father God stretch your hand towards elder John father God bless this mighty man of God speak through him in a mighty powerful way and we thank you Lord that everything um, that he will speak with efficiency um, and um, thank you that we all have ears to hear and eyes to see Um, and for those that are here um, may this word Stir something up in them that will cause them to see your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. testament God brought the people out and said we're going to worship I'm bringing my people out to worship so they came out with a different sound they came out with a sound of victory they came out with none feeble and with none broken it was a different sound because for 400 years all they heard was the sounds of slavery and of bondage when they came out it was a new sound it was a new sound from where they were leaving it was a new sound to them and it was a new sound to everybody else that's around Tonight what we've heard in presentation of hip-hop in a time of worship is a new sound. It may not be familiar to you, but it's a new sound, and it's a sound that God is using to declare that something is changing, something is different, something is about to move and about to happen in ways that are exceeding your every thought and imagination. So when you hear the new sound, get ready for the new sound because God is doing a new thing. God is never going to do a new thing with an old sound. God will never do a new thing with an old sound. And if he needs to, he won't. He'll get new people to do the new thing if the old people don't get with the new thing and the new sound. For those that have ears to hear, hear. For the Spirit of the Lord is speaking, and he's given us witness of exactly what's happening in this place, what's happening in these times. He is giving us an understanding of what times we're in and how we should respond to them. So those that have ears to hear, let them hear. And Lord, we pray you give us the ears to hear the new things that you are doing. In Jesus name, amen. The power of the glory. I'm gonna start at the top. The power of the glory. Say the power of the glory. We've had the worship. We've had the new sound. Now we're on the mountaintop where God gave the word that would lead and that would sustain and that would anchor the people in understanding the work of the glory that was manifesting in their midst. So hear the word of God for you today the power of the glory and there's power in the glory there's power in the glory there's power in the glory because God is in the glory what's the purpose of the glory part of my purpose of the day is to what God gave me was this John I want you to gas the atmosphere I want you to gas the atmosphere. Have you ever seen those movies where you have the secret agent or the MacGyver guy, he's trying to get away, and what he does is he turns on the gas in the house, and the gas fills the atmosphere. So when the bad guys come in blazing with bullets, boom, there's an explosion that happens. This is a weekend in which God's going to release explosion. So elevate your faith. Elevate the grace in you. Elevate your belief choose to believe beyond anything you could ever ask think, or imagine if you if you're at the limits of what you can believe step across and believe for something bigger believe for something more For God wants to show himself strong that's part of what happens in the midst of the glory that's part of what God promises in the midst of the glory for if in the glory you see everything you can see outside of the glory then what is the glory for for the impossible as you deem impossible. Believe for the miraculous as you deem miraculous. And I'm telling you, I wouldn't miss a day. I wouldn't miss a service. I would line up. After the place is full, I would stand on the street and say, please open the doors and crank up the lobby volume. I wouldn't miss it. God is gassing this atmosphere for an explosion of His glory and His his might that's going to transform lives and this city and this nation in ways that I can't really articulate because it's just inside of me what's the purpose of the glory the purpose of the glory is unity that's the purpose in John 17 he says this I've given to them the glory and honor which you have given me that they may be one as we are one the purpose of the glory is unity the glory is designed to bring us into unity with God and in unity with each other the purpose of the glory is unity That's why the glory is a necessary ingredient for revival, or what we believe to be revival. It is not an after effect for revival. You can't have revival without unity. The glory has to come before the harvest comes in. The glory doesn't come after the harvest, or as a result of the harvest. The glory comes before the harvest because the glory comes to bring us into unity. And in unity, Psalm 133 says, nothing is impossible. The purpose of the glory is unity. The motivation of the glory is love. The next verse after the one I just read says this, I in them and you in me, in order that they may become one and perfectly united, that the world may know and definitely recognize that you sent me and that you love them even as you loved me. The motivation for the glory is love. The verse before Jesus says, Father, I give them the glory you've given me, that they may know that they're loved, that they may know that you love them as much as you love me, that they may love each other the way we love each other. The motivation for the glory is love. The light of the glory is revelation. The light of the glory is revelation. In Revelation 21, it says this, the city has no need for the sun or moon to shine for the glory of God is its light and and its lamp is the lamb. The people will walk by its light and the kings of the earth will bring their wealth into it. The light of the glory is Revelation. When the glory is flowing and God wants to send the glory, why? He wants to manifest the glory, why? Because it brings light into our situations. It allows us to know how to walk in, where to walk and when to walk and what to do when we get there. It gives us perspective. With more light comes an ability to see clearly exactly what God is doing and what God's calling us to do and what the enemy is doing. The light of the glory is revelation. it's revelation that comes from God and comes from heaven the foundation of the glory is the blood the foundation of the glory is the blood Exodus 40 says this and he erected the court round about the tabernacle and the altar and set up the hangi or a screen at the court gate so Moses finished the work Moses sets up the place to meet God and then the cloud, the shekinah God's visible presence covered the tent of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. God is saying that most inward place, that most holy place, that is where you will find me. That is where you will meet me, in that most intimate, holy, secret place. But there's a catch. And Moses, uh, I'm going to go to the next one, Uh, Hebrews 9. He says, but the anointed one has become the king, priest of every wonderful thing that has come. For he serves in a greater, more perfectly heavenly tabernacle. So it's referencing the same kind of setup that Moses did. The problem is that sin keeps you from God. So when you go into that most holy place where God lives and resides and abides and longs to speak with you and comfort you and encourage you, you only get there by the blood. For the blood of Jesus, which was shed, cleanses us from all unrighteousness that we might enter into God's presence fully. The blood. Understand what the blood of Jesus has done for you and how it has cleansed you. And it says, and he has entered Jesus once and forever into the holiest sanctuary of all. That's where God is longing to meet with us. That's where his voice and the fullness of his presence is. Not with the blood of animal sacrifices, but glory to God, but with the sacred blood of his own sacrifice. The blood of Jesus has made it possible for us to encounter the glory and the fullness of the presence of God. The foundation of the glory is the blood. If there was no shed blood, there would be no glory revealed. If there was no shed blood, there would be no glory to move and to do and to prepare and to manifest God's goodness in the way we so long for. The foundation of the glory is the blood. The heart of the glory is grace. So the Lord said to Moses, I will will also do this thing that you have spoken for you have found grace in my sight. And what was known Moses, and I know you by name. And then Moses replied, please show me your glory. God says you've gotten grace. My grace is upon you. You found grace with me. Then show me your glory, show me your glory. The grace is essential to the glory. You have to receive the grace of God to fully experience the glory for the glory comes because God sends it not because we deserve it the glory comes because God loves us not because we've done something to beckon it and to bring it about in our life the glory comes because God wants to overwhelm us that's his grace the glory listen 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 to me if God pours out his glory in your life then by definition you deserve it or you call God a liar the the matter of whether you deserve it is based on the giver, not the receiver. And if God has deemed to pull his glory out in your life, he by definition has declared that you are worthy. And that you deserve it but but it's not about you. It's about me I am saying you're worthy I am saying that it, that it belongs to you I am saying reach out and grab it I am saying that it's for you I am the giver and I decide who's worthy of my gifts and I'll give to whoever I so choose I'll give grace to whomever I give grace compassion to whoever I give compassion I will do it because of my love and because of my ability not because of your worth not because of your dirty rags not because of how. How you perceive yourself and thought of yourself and what people told you of yourself, not because of your reputation, what other people said about you, but I will visit you not even because of your character, but I will bring my character upon you, and I'll visit you because of my character. I got enough character for me and you. Whatever you lack, and I got enough for me and for you. If you lacking goodness, I got enough goodness for me and you. If you lacking unworthiness, I got enough worth for me and for you. I got enough. It's the grace of God but Moses said God said I will be gracious but he says this but you cannot see my face so what does that tell us the glory of God is intimately connected with the face of God the glory of God is intimately connected with the face of God and see that is why God says when you worship me seek my face see if you worship my face If you seek my feet, you may get toe jam. Glory is God toe jam, the best toe jam you've ever seen. You worship my, seek my hand, you might get a gift. But if you seek my face, you'll get my glory. That's different. Glory transforms. Glory lasts long. Glory will create stories and testimonies of God's deliverance, God's power, God's healing in your life that like us, Thousands of generations will be telling from now until then. The face of the glory is Jesus. John chapter 1 verse 10, verse 14 says this. The word became flesh and tabernacled. See this image again. The glory is in the place, the tabernacle, the most holy place. Tabernacled among us. And we actually saw his glory. And I cut down to the bottom. It says here, full of grace, loving kindness, and truth. The glory is coming in Jesus. Jesus is the tabernacle alive, the tabernacle equipped, the tabernacle realized, and the glory is coming in and with him. Second Corinthians says this, For God who said, let the light shine out of the darkness, has shone in our hearts so as to beam forth the light for the illumination of the knowledge of the majesty and the what? The glory of God that is manifest in the person and is revealed in the face of Jesus Christ the glory of God is what surrounds and emanates from the face of God the face of the glory is Jesus but I got even better news say give me some better news preacher Say, give me some better do you want better news do you want better news I got some better news for you the better news is that the home of the glory is you the home of the glory is you He sent the glory to bring unity. He moved in His love to bring us together. He's given us revelation to see that we need to walk with Him. He says, I'll do it by my grace to draw you in. I'll give my blood to cover your sin. Why? So that way I can make my glory at home in you and with you. It's what Pastor Terrence talked about. The glory, the home of the glory is with you. In Exodus 21, here's the word behind what Pastor Terrence had mentioned. He said, the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light. It doesn't say God was the cloud. It doesn't say God was the fire. It says God was in the cloud. God was in the fire. You see the glory? God's in the midst of that. God is present when the glory comes. God is present when the fire of God arrives and shows up. But listen, better news. But John, uh, six, John um, Luke three sixteen says this, that talking about Jesus, there's one that will come, if you get down to the bottom, it says this, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Can you see what God is saying? The same cloud and fire that was to lead you by that time. And I want to, I missed one thing. Uh, go back to Exodus 13 and verse 22. He says this, he did not take away the pillar of cloud by day or the pillar of fire by night from before the people. The cloud led them and the fire led them. When it was time to end the cloud, he put that fire and that cloud in the tabernacle, in the tent, and they carried the tent so they always had it. From that generation to this, God has always released the glory in the cloud, always released the glory in the fire to lead his people. And Jesus came full of that glory and full of that fire. And when he made the way for us to be born again, to receive forgiveness for our sin, when he made that way for us, the next thing he did says, now I'm going to release the same glory cloud through the Holy Ghost and the same fire that was from which I led the people I'm going to release it in you as Pastor Terrence says, you will be the tabernacle you will be the thing that people will follow by day and get comfort with in the night my glory will rest on you and in you the home of the glory is you that's why he baptizes us with, uh, with Holy Ghost and fire and lastly it says that God did this in Hebrews chapter 2 In order to bring many sons into glory. It was his purpose not to condemn you. It was his purpose not even to save you from your sin. It was his purpose not to even fill you with the Holy Ghost. It was his purpose not even to heal your body. It was his purpose not even to make you whole. It was his purpose To bring you into his glory. If that is the purpose of God, you better know the kingdom will stop at nothing until he sees you enter into that glory. Till he sees you in manifestation of that glory. He will stop at nothing until His glory that He's destined for you is revealed in every area of your life. His presence, His peace, His anointing, His grace, He's stopping nothing until the glory is revealed in you. When the glory fills you up, the purpose is not just for you. The purpose is to flow through you and bring light and glory to the land, to the nation. In the same way, the light of the sun is not for the sun, but it's to give illumination to all of the creation over which God has put it in uh, in control of. The Lord wants to release the glory in you. He wants to manifest that glory through you in such ways that it will shine forth from you and shine forth from your house, shine forth into the streets, shine forth into the city, into the nations, into the highways and the byways. Don't be selfish with the glory. It's not just for you. It's for your nation. You are the you are the launching pad. You are the illumination point. You are the candle, the wick on which the light and the fire of God will rest to bring illumination to all of those darkness that are seeking peace and comfort it's not just for you God is so impassioned about seeing his glory manifest in your life because why he has to reach through you to reach the nations of people who don't know him the nations of people who are far from him the nations of people who have declared his name but have not yet walked into that glory the glory is for you the glory It's for now. The glory is to create you and the atmosphere around you to transform you in such a way that you may walk to the very face of God as intimately as you can. There's levels to this thing. And lastly, I want to leave this with you. Don't stop at the glory that Jesus has given us. Yes, there's another glory, and that is the glory of the Father. Jesus said this, Father, glorify me with the glory I had before the beginning. Glorify me with the glory of heaven. He said, I've given them the glory you gave me already. But there's another glory I'm reaching for. It's one that's greater than what we experience here. It's one that's more excellent than what we know here. That is even further demonstration of glory God is seeking you to. And that is what God's preparing you for. He's preparing and glorifying us now in this time that we might enter in even further into that glory, that more perfect glory, that more greater glory. But guess what? Like Moses, we have the opportunity to say, Father, show me your glory. Father, we found grace in your sight. Show me your glory. Father, if we have known your presence, and you promised to be with us. Father, show me your glory. And if you need, remember that scripture, the Father said this. He said, oh, I long to, but you can't see my face because the blood of Jesus hadn't been shed, but the blood now has been shed. We can approach the face of God in ways that generations and nations and past never could. Stand to your feet. And receive this thing let it transform you don't receive it here receive it here father I'm gonna pray we're gonna close out father we thank you and our worship team you can get ready to come on up father we thank you that we've gassed this atmosphere with your word we've gassed this atmosphere with your presence and with your life and with your power and with your spirit it would be an ignition, a powder keg uh, for your glory, for your cloud and your fire. Father, we pray. Show me your glory. If that's you, say it. 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 Now, I'm going to test you in what you learned. This is the closing prayer. I'm going to test you in what you learned. I'm going to say something and then you give me your answer. You ain't good enough. No, no, that's not the answer. You ain't good enough. What's your answer? Father, show me your glory. I ain't got time to listen to that mess. You ain't worthy. No, no, Father, you said you show me your glory. You said your grace would be with me. You said your peace would be with me. You've sinned too much in your life. You're too old, you are forgotten about. Father, I ain't got time to listen to that. Father, show me your glory. I don't have time to listen to anything else for he promised his glory. He gave his life for me to know his glory. It doesn't matter the condition of my soul or of my life. I throw myself on the mercy and the grace of God. So Father, what? Father, what? Father, what? When doubt comes, what you gonna say? When insufficiency comes, what you gonna say? When weakness comes, what you gonna say? When pain comes, what you gonna say? Father, show, you and show us your glory. Show us your glory. Show us your glory. Show us your glory. Come on, repeat it with me. Father, show us your glory. Show us your glory. Show us your glory. Show us your glory. Father, show us your glory. Show us your glory. Show us your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us. Stay connected with us by following us on social media at LoveQuest INTL Church. And join us next time as we dig into another powerful word. Enjoy the rest of your day. And in the meantime, get your love fixed, man. S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S. I'm not okay.